Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining us on Two Middle-Aged Men and Their Top Ten. I'm John. And I'm Scott. We are bringing you a bonus episode uh, tonight with uh, first coming up a review of the newly released Bullet Train. If you would like to check out our social media you can find us on twitter instagram facebook and tiktok all with the same handle at two mam top 10 that's at the number two mam top 10 please rate follow review uh you can find us on anchor spotify apple music amazon music google podcast and stitcher and everywhere else everywhere else you can uh, find podcast. So let's get into Bullet Train, and then later on, uh, we'll talk about Prey. So Bullet Train came out this past Thursday. Uh, currently has a 7.5 on IMDb, a Metascore of 49. A tomato meter of 53 because there's a bunch of nerds out there watching no. and an audience score of 58 audience score of 58 78 sorry audience score gonna, of 78 the critics consensus uh bullet trains colorful cast and high-speed action are almost enough to keep things going after the story runs out of track Fairly okay. confusing. Um, this movie was directed by David Leach, who's also known for uh, the first John Wick. He was involved in that, I think, not credited. Um, also, Deadpool 2, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, which was a fairly fun popcorn movie. Also, if you have watched the movie Bullet Train, he has a cameo in it, which we'll get into later. Um, it was based on a book by Katoro Isaka with screenplay written by Zach Alkowitz. The movie stars Brad Pitt, Joey King, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Brian Tyree Henry, Andrew Koji, Hiroki Sanada, and his character's younger self is played by Yoshi Sudoroso, uh, Michael Shannon, Benito A. Martinez Ocasio, Sandra Bullock, Zazie Beats, Logan Lerman, Masi Oka, Karen Fukuhara, and there are uncredited appearances by Channing Tatum and Ryan Reynolds. Okay, Ladybug, played by Brad Pitt, is an unlucky assassin determined to do his job peacefully after one too many gigs uh, has gone off the rails. Fate, however, may have other plans as Ladybug's latest mission puts him in a collision course 
with lethal adversaries from around the globe, all with connected yet conflicting objectives on the world's fastest train. The end of the line is just the beginning in this nonstop thrill ride through modern day Japan. I've been out of the movie going business for two or three weeks. And I've missed things like Thor, Love and Thunder, and Elvis, and Black Phone, a couple others. I, f I feel like this was the perfect movie for me to come back to. And I probably, not, not knowing, not having an actual opinion about those movies, I think I probably would put this above all of those. Yeah, in I mean, one way or another. Well, especially as far as a movie theater experience, because like, you know, I yeah. mean, you're, you're like Thor: Love and Thunder, but it's you're. I don't think you're going to like yeah. it any more seeing it on Disney Plus when it comes to Disney Plus as opposed to the theater. I mean, of course, right. it would be a better experience in the theater. Every movie is, but, mm -hmm. but yeah, I, so I would concur with. <clears throat> I I really enjoyed it, and I kind of had the same feeling around it as I did everything, everywhere, all at once. In the sense, like, I think, I don't, I would, I would say the movie is, for, like, enjoyment-wise, I think it is as good, but how I relate it is how my excitement level going in was not what it should have been. I had yeah. far more fun than I thought I was going to have watching this. Is the same with everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, that yeah. one has more like um, out of the box, just right. Un things that are unlike anything you've seen. This one doesn't really. I don't know if it has that. I mean, it's it's fun. There's. Um, connections to other filmmakers that are pretty I would say they are like um, homages because I felt one of the first things I felt was Guy Ritchie I felt Guy Ritchie another thing I felt was Quentin Tarantino mm -hmm. from like his um Kill Bill stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, those are the two main ones. There, in fact, there's a. I was thinking that before I read this. Here's a a review from Richard Roper, which I I read this after I had those thoughts, but this is this fit that on. Yeah. Um, no, Richard, no, timeout. Richard Robert said he gave it three and a half out of four and called it wildly entertaining. And the creative and blood spattered action sequences and most of all the writing. Peter De Bruges of Variety wrote Bullet Train feels like it comes uh, from the same brain as Snatch. Wearing its pop style on its sleeve, a Kill Bill-like mix of martial arts, manga, and Gabby Hitman movie influences, minus the vision or wit that implies. 
I don't agree with that last part. Um, I mean, I, I do, I don't agree that it's without it, but it's, it's not the same level. I mean, you know, it's, right. it, it isn't quite that polished that, you know, Quentin Tarantino or, you know, Guy Ritchie uh, brings it. I don't mean that as a, a uh, critique, you know, it, it's, it just, it just is what it is. I mean, it's just not, it's not trying to be, the, you know, right. the same thing. So I was trying to think of, like straight up comedy roles for Brad Pitt, and I, I I have a hard time thinking about them. I know he he uses comedy in a lot of things, like Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Let me look at his. Yeah, I mean he's been funny in a lot of serious movies, like True Romance, where he plays like a druggy. Like he has a little, like little small role and stuff, and like obviously, like oceans, the oceans. Oh uh, yeah, and... the, the big short. I think he most of the time where he has that his most comedic stuff is in his smaller appearances. Yeah, yeah. this Except one, this one had the Mexican. The Mexican just popped into my mind. He, that okay. was kind of a, a, a kind of goofy. Well, and burn after reading yeah but that yeah <laughs> again that's yeah i mean that is a, yeah that is a, a pretty wacky comedy and his his performance especially i thought it was funny where like in in snatch he does a pikey accent horribly and i think they kind of play yeah. that up yeah, yeah, I, and, I think it was purposely. In this one, he kind of uh, attempts a bit of a Cockney thing, and it's <laughs> it's just as bad, yeah. but it it's great for for what it yeah. was meant to do. Um, there's yeah. there's so much I don't know. There's so much going on, and the reveal of White Death was amazing i almost yeah. had an audible i knew he was in the movie but i didn't yeah, I realize didn't. i didn't and the way they reveal him like with the close-ups and stuff it took me a while you know because i'm like trying to figure out like because I, I the way they're revealing it it's like it's gonna be somebody it's you know mm -hmm. i'm like i'm thinking like you know and I'm, I'm even going like it might be al pacino like it could be anybody you know what i mean i'm just thinking like who is it and then like yeah and then when it reveals it i'm like yes like that yeah it was great because yeah i haven't seen him in a minute like he well i mean he's not like big time anyway he um of course that's not what i mean like he's i know what you mean like he's not like a superstar like he's like well he doesn't i don't he's not going for big movies Right, right. All the yeah. time. I mean, other than you know, being General Zod and stuff like that, he's a he's a character guy who I think he probably picks performances, picks movies that gives him the most opportunity to have a good performance rather than yeah selling tickets or anything like that. Which he's got Amsterdam coming, which yeah. Which I guess he's been doing well. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, looking at his IMDb, he's got a lot of like 
low rated like looks like almost like straight to video movies recently and like the last you know i mean he was i guess, I guess it is a big movie was which was knives out um and then even before that though like you have to go all the way back to shit uh shape of water in 2017 well you have to think that maybe that well 12 I mean, strong i guess 2018 that but. fortnite 451 was a pretty big bust too and i'm sure it didn't yeah. affect him it didn't affect michael b jordan but yeah well and it was a straight day it was an hbo you know movie so i mean yeah that doesn't hit as hard as a theatrical release but but yeah i just mean like i mean i know he's been still been doing stuff but it's just like there for a while like early to mid 2010s you know like he was just i mean not in big movies but he was in a lot of the you know good great good to great movies that you know um and he was in i mean i don't want to say he was everywhere but he was i mean he was in you know two or three pretty great movies a year there for a while and then all of a sudden it was just like he disappeared and so yeah just for me that made that his, his his appearance and his showing up that much yeah. more exciting I don't. I didn't know if there was a way for me to like Channing Tatum anymore until this little appearance happened, and <laughs> played that so well. And I love that he's in on it. Like he's, yeah, because a lot of his, because he did, you know, he has kind of a, a similar thing in Free Guy, and in. Um, the uh, end of the world movie. Yeah, uh, this is the end. This is the end. Which that was, yeah. I mean, that was that was the first one. I think. <laughs> yeah, and that and that was that that took it all the way. I mean, after he did that, I mean, there's really he can go anywhere now because I don't think there's anything that's <laughs> as outrageous as that. Like once you do that, like sky's the limit. Oh, and this is interesting. The, the director, David Leach, was, previously was Brad Pitt's stunt double. Huh. In Fight Club, Ocean's Eleven, Troy, and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And that is probably how he got him to do his cameo in Deadpool 2. Because he played the invisible guy who fries Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's because I thought he was I thought he was Keanu Reeves stunt double, not that he can't be both, but those aren't too. Well, similar. the thing is, is some of these people wait until they're older to do all their stunts because Brad Pitt did ninety five percent of his stunts in this movie. Yeah, I'm sure Keanu's doing quite a bit of them right now because a lot of his is like close hand to hand stuff. Yeah. Oh, that was the other one. Oh man! Like I said, I when I messaged you, like it was it was annoying for a while. I had twenty plus minutes of previews. Yeah, that's, and I, I'm telling you the AMC. That's yeah, the AMC. They they just pack in the the previews before. Really? Well, that makes me feel better. That means I can go to like a three forty showing then, and then just show up. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Show up at four, and yeah, showing up late. <laughs> Because you know me, I don't like to see previews. So, well, yeah, 
we'll get to that in a minute <laughs> but um this this movie i for for my expectation for how much i enjoyed it and for um the differing performances because i mean there was heart in places that you didn't you wouldn't expect it to be that yeah. it, it popped up so i'm going 10 out of 10 really? personally yeah nice. so i'll let you give your thoughts and opinions yeah so yeah i mean i really i really enjoyed it as well um i i too going in um not because of the movie or anything it was just it was just <clears throat> i was really tired the day you know i was gonna go see it and so like you know i was just kind of you know just dragging or whatever and <clears throat> was looking forward to the movie but not necessarily going to going to and sitting through any movie at that point um but I knew that if, if I didn't see it then, I probably wouldn't have another opportunity to see it anytime soon. So anyway, so I went and I had I had kind of the you know as soon as the movie started, like I was I was in like, um, yeah, it, it it is just an immensely fun ride. I'm I'm surprised I didn't I didn't know the critic consensus until you just just told me that. But uh, I mean, I would agree with with the consensus other than the fact that it goes off the rail or whatever that is and what. But at what point does the story, I don't, I mean, I don't even know what that, what that even means, because first of all, there isn't really much of a story. It's just kind of a intertwining connection of characters and it never, I mean, it goes pretty smoothly all the way to the end. So I don't know where it falls off the rails or where they think it, it. There's, there's good storytelling because if, if maybe you're confused, then about the time you're confused or like here's here's the little other little piece that'll help you out yeah and i and i love that about it like i mm -hmm. yeah I, I i don't know yeah and the whole movie felt like an homage to to just this the style of movies like kung fu movies and uh i definitely picked up on the um on the tarantino uh stuff i didn't necessarily specifically think guy Ritchie, um but uh but yeah, just the the modern, you know, the John Wick and um, you know, just that modern style of action action movies, um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, I just I was in from the beginning to the end. Like it's very rare, like even in a good movie, I tend there's there's some sort of lull in the film where I'm not necessarily checking my watch, but I'm kind of like you know just curious how far we're in or how you know. Um, how much is left or whatever like i didn't feel that way once in this movie like this, i was just like i don't know this movie i mean there's not there's not a, a single slow moment in the movie um even even in the slow quote-unquote slow quieter moments there's verbal dialogue like there's exciting dialogue going on there's you know uh just character exchanges just i don't know i just um but uh I, I definitely didn't like it as much as, as everything everywhere all at once, uh, which is still probably my favorite movie of the year that I've seen so far. Um, but as far as, uh, but I do, I do agree with the comparison as far as just, it is probably uh, up there with, with that and Top Gun as the three mm. most uh, entertaining and thrilling uh, movie going experiences this year. Like, um 
Yeah, because I mean, it, it, and this one is just, and this one is probably the most just pure fun. Because, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and that's all it's supposed to be. I mean, it's not trying to be anything more than that. And I think it more than delivers on, um, on what it, what it promises. I do, my old nemesis, the, the preview, <laughs> I do wish I hadn't seen the second, the most, you know, the, the like the, the main preview that they released after, because there was like a, a teaser trailer that almost like, I almost wish I hadn't seen that. But then like, there was another trailer that gave away like the Sandra Bullock thing and, oh, a lot right? of the, oh. and a lot of the funny like a lot of the funny lines in the in the movie were kind of in the trailer already so i kind of mm -hmm. wish they hadn't packed it so much with so many of the funny parts but uh but i, don't, I really don't think it took away from the movie too much but it just i think i would have enjoyed it you know a little bit better had i not seen the preview but that's a mild um you know thing um but yeah i mean i really don't have much to add um that i can think of i i just yeah i i really even even having seen the preview and kind of knowing what was going on i still i mean i still had no idea you know i was constantly surprised by you know the surprises that the movie was you know growing um and usually i'm pretty good at um you know, figuring some stuff out or, you know, trying to make connections and stuff. But I, th I think part of it is just the movie moves so fast. You don't have time to stop and even try to figure something out. You know what I mean? Because there's just so much going on that, um, you know, even if you wanted to, to, to stop to think like you just, it, you can't because you'll miss something. Like um, I, I also really enjoyed um, seeing uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Aaron. Uh, Oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Mm -hmm. Um, because he also doesn't do much. Um, I mean, he really never has really been in a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, I think his, I think he's still probably his biggest role. I think, at least for me, that comes to mind is Kick Ass. Um, you know, I mean, I know he's done other things. Um, I, he played John Lennon, Lennon actually in a movie uh, called Nowhere uh, Boy, which was really which is a phenomenal movie, phenomenal performance. I mean, he's always on point. And it, it was good seeing here. I feel like I've seen him play bad before, but I can't really think of it. But um, either way, like he, seeing him here in the, in, the, in the role that he plays here is, is I mean, it's, he's probably my favorite character in, in the movie. Uh, well, him and, and Lemon, like, like yeah. Tangerine and Lemon are my two favorite characters. Um, and I, I think Tangerine beats out just by, um, I suppose just because I think he has a stronger character arc, a, you know, a stronger, um, you know, whatever, but, uh, but the Thomas, the train stuff from, uh, from Brian Tyree Henry, is, <laughs> that's, that was pretty awesome. Like, I, I loved that. Like, yeah, there's so many just little touches like that in the movie, um, and just yeah, little in jokes and nods and yeah, I just yeah, I mean like as a movie fan, I mean I that's why it surprises me that the movie critics are you know are so which uh, I, which I haven't read any of the specific reviews and whatever like I mean the movie's not doing anything new or revolutionary. I mean it's not like it's you know whatever, but. 
as far as just going to going and sitting and enjoying a movie, like I can't imagine anybody sitting there and being bored or not having a good time. <laughs> it was well today. It was me and one couple. Really? That was it. Yeah. Which I don't. I mean, the AMC isn't the main theater down here. We have Malco in Arkansas, and there's several different Malcos, and then there's just one AMC right in Fayetteville, and it's kind of busted. <laughs> it's it's been it's been yeah. updated, but like you know, Malco has the nice reclining seats. AMC has reclining seats, but they're like the two seats that are together with the armrest, and they just stack those next to each other. Oh, okay, yeah. Instead of built in. So, um, I think they have better, like, like Malco has, I think, Coke products that you have five. You know, you can choose Coke, Dr. Pepper, Mr. Pip, Sprite, whatever. AMC has the the fountain. Yeah, the machine where you can the machine. Cheat. Yeah, yeah, like the. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I prefer um, the AMC here. I, I think it has better sound, better like as far as movie going. Uh, the Alamo is good for you know for the other things like you can have a beer or food with your with your movie and that's cool but as far as the actual movie theater part i you know i just i don't think it's up to par as far as the sound and the picture quality that our amc at least here has um our, and ours, is, I, ours is pretty fairly decent like our, our recliners are good i actually i went and saw this in imax which imax still has the old that's the only thing that sucks about going to the imax well it's because you know they've got to pack so many seats in that they can't do the recliner so i mean i'm thankful for that that you know you're you're able to have as, as many seats as you're able to have. But either way, like it, it wasn't very packed when I saw it, but I saw it at 1230 on a Sunday, you know. Um so but I, I still thought it would I still was surprised at how how empty it was. I think there was probably maybe 20 to 30 other people um in the in the theater, but uh <clears throat> But anyways, yeah, I, I, I really liked it. I give it nine out of ten. Um, not quite um, not quite to the ten, but I it's still, I mean, it was a it was a damn good time. And I, I mean it, it's definitely one of those movies that I it's immensely rewatchable. I mean, I I, I can imagine watching yeah. this over the years just several more times, enjoying it and you know, and like enjoying it up probably even more, you know, kind of picking up because this is another one of those movies where like so much is going on and there's so much whatever, like uh you know i'm sure there's little tidbits and little whatever especially now that i know that i'll go back and look and be able to pick up on and stuff like that so yeah i i had a really really good time it was a fun time yeah 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 absolutely i would, and, I would highly recommend it and again i would yeah i would this is another one that like i would i would say if you could see it in the theater um yeah you know do it because <clears throat> Well, and I I started taking notes after like uh, my my expectation is like four or five trailers, <laughs> and after I got to like six or seven, I took my phone out and just started writing. I don't I don't have them all, 
But here's the ones I remember. Um, menu, which looks phenomenal. You say Ray menu? F- menu, Ray Fiennes. It's a horror film based on a fine dining situation. Ray Fiennes is like a chef and invites these people to this dinner and then it turns into like a horror film. Um, I saw an extended uh, preview of Smile. Yeah, I have, thank God I haven't seen that yet because yeah. I, I like the preview I've seen. It, gives, it tells me just enough. It it looks pretty good. Um, I saw hooked. Wakanda Forever again, and that. Um, yeah, see, I hadn't watched that trailer yet. It was on on for my showing too. And I, because there was a lot of news from Comic Con after that came out. Um, a movie called The Invitation that looks pretty great all the movies that i am now anticipating are all like horror movies and this feels kind of weird to me yeah yeah. but it's kind of got that uh ready or not feeling to it okay yeah yeah i've heard of that one um but i don't i'm not recalling what it is a movie called beast with Edris Elba. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen the previous for that, but looks cool. Heard, yeah. Yeah. But uh, pretty much anything with Edris Elba in it. Yeah. Is, and Choltul Copley or that South African guy. Yeah. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Char- Chartol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Black Adam. I don't know. I don't know if it's any different, but it looked. Uh, seeing it on the big screen, it looked really cool. And then I think it may have been, I've seen it before. I don't remember if I've seen it in theaters, but John Wick 4 looks great. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I haven't watched, like I said, I, I try to avoid previews and I, it wasn't on there. Um, so I haven't seen the John Wick. And I, th- I think there are others, <laughs> but those are, those are yeah. it, it seems like there was because bullet trains a sony movie so there were quite a few sony trailers to go along with it the previews that were on mine i didn't i didn't think that, i usually take notes but when i you know uh to remember but but yeah i, I don't remember what, what previews oh uh which i'd seen this preview before but um have you seen the preview for that um oh uh, don't worry darling with uh chris pine and uh like olivia wilde who she she actually directed it and it's got mm. harry styles and it's like set in like 50s. I've, I've heard i've heard about it yeah that's where they started dating yeah yeah but it's like yeah it's like set in the 50s and it's like this picturesque like you know whatever uh community you know um and then but something nefarious is going on and i I don't i mean i don't really know the preview thankfully doesn't give too much away but it looks pretty interesting like so all right well i guess i will go ahead and start us off uh on prey here let me uh yeah okay all right so prey uh was uh came out the 
was released on Friday on Hulu. It has a IMDb rating of 7.3 uh, with a 71 meta score. Uh, it's got a 92% tomato meter and an 81% audience score. Uh, the movie was directed uh, by Dan Trachtenberg, or yeah, Trachtenberg. Um, and uh, who is uh, only real film credit is uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, <clears throat> so that's, that's definitely promising uh, pedigree there. And he also directed the first episode of The Boys. So yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, so he's de he's definitely got uh, got talent. Um, uh, the movie was written by Patrick Eisen, uh, with a story by Patrick Eisen and Dan Trachtenberg, and based on characters um, by Jim Thomas and John Thomas, which basically is the Predator character. And if you didn't know this. Uh, is the uh, prequel uh, to all other Predator movies. Uh, and it is the or origin story of the Predator in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. Nauru, a skilled female warrior, fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved Predators to land on Earth. Uh, I mean, that's, that's not really true. I mean, it's not really the origin story of the Predator because we don't really learn anything about its or say but well, i guess Earth. i guess yeah but i mean i guess i guess but <laughs> um um but yeah it's it, it's it's its initial first contact with earth i guess whatever um and uh i have to say i i wasn't super excited about this not not i'm 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 a fan of the predator movies don't get me wrong um, I just seeing what it was, it was like, it was in the jungle again. And I knew it was set, you know, back, um, in the day, but honestly, the first predator is probably my least favorite of all the predators. Not, not, and I, I mean, I like the first predator quite a bit, but it's basically just a bunch of guys running around and by the numbers, they get killed off. And then, you know, you got Arnold Schwarzenegger takes on the predator and, and defeats him. You know, I mean, there's really not much to it other than that. You know what I mean? Like it's the predator is just another monster and, you know, hero, you know, bad guy for the, for Arnold Schwarzenegger to defeat. Um, so anyway, so going in, like I said, I didn't see previews. I didn't say, I just, you know, from the little bit that I knew, I just, it, it wasn't something that I was super excited about, but, um, but yeah, this, this movie was well, well made um because i mean it's not it's 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 just how you would like i anyway prefer a movie like this where you you don't see the creature right away it's not it, it's not like um the movie's not focused on the predator so we meet these characters um and uh let's get that pulled up here so i can remember their names but uh uh naru and Tabi, who are siblings um, in the uh, Comanche tribe, and they—I should have taken notes, but there's they have there's they have some kind of ritual where they it's like a coming of age or or a you know something of the, of that of the like um, ritual that that they have to go through in order you know 
to be proven a warrior or you know whatever a, and, a hunter uh, yeah yeah so basically they have to go out and kill and most importantly survive um and unfortunately for uh for uh naru the uh the predator shows up and uh <laughs> that turns out to be you know that winds up being her task but uh but anyway but yeah just just the way they they develop this the story and those characters like i was really into that story before the predator even showed up um and then and the way they slowly brought that about and um you know i it was just like it wasn't it wasn't like i was watching a monster movie i was watching a movie about these characters and there just happened to be a predator you know and i was i was legitimately like uh like involved like i was there were more you know like where i was like actually getting like i don't know i, I don't know how to describe it but like uh i don't know like just getting in in into her like going after the predator or or, or how she was going to do it and what was going to happen um and yeah i i my my order of predator films now uh go predator 2 predator 2 is my favorite um I, this falls just below that barely and then would be probably the predator predator and then predators well yeah predators then predator <clears throat> You've got the original last. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like, well, and like I said, I like them all. Don't get me wrong. That's that's a uh -huh. very barely descending order of like, you know, because I, I give Prey nine out of ten, uh, which is also what I give, um, what I give Predator two and uh, the Predator, and I give the other two eight out of ten. You know what I mean? So I mean, it's not a it's not a huge wow difference there <laughs> yeah i'm I mean, just I, i'm just surprised i'm no i don't have any feeling one way or another i i have like passing um knowledge of predator like i know the story i started watching it the other night the first and, one yeah yeah and I saw enough to know what, how things were going to, you know, I, I know the stuff that happens. I ain't got time to bleed all that. I know yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. He, he rolls around in the mud, whatever. Right. Um, I've still not seen predator two. Um, I, <laughs> I plan on it now because there's a connection between that movie and this one. Because of the gun, the gun yeah. is um, the same gun that yeah is in Predator Two. I don't know. I don't know the circumstances. I mean, I kind of do, but I don't know enough to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't either. Specifically, um, you know, none of the Predator. I mean, the Predators weren't a movie. You know, it wasn't like Terminator or something that you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. That I that I watched a bunch, and you know. I know all the, you know, facts and information about the character or, or the, the creature or whatever, but. 
of well of the of the five movies i have to take out predator 2 just because i haven't seen it right so of uh-huh. of the four movies that i've seen cuz i did watch the predator after watching this so i did watch i'd never seen that one so of the four i rate them prey uh predators the predator and predator okay and i like like if if you're familiar with those movies then you can kind of tell i like the way prey was crafted because it's not it's not like any typical monster story where it kind of like um Cloverfield, where there's two ways of doing monster stories, which is one is, you know, like, you know, Jason or whatever, you know, he's there, you know, he's coming. Yeah. And then there's Cloverfield, where you hardly see, you know, he's there and you see what's happening, but there's no like reveal. This, I mean, this movie has the benefit of people knowing what predators are and how they appear, and right, and it kind of you can tell that he, the predator is not huge. I mean, it's big and strong, but it's not huge compared to the other movies. Um, but that's because this movie takes place three hundred years before the other ones, but. And the you know the quote unquote technology is not as advanced. I mean, it's advanced for yeah for what's them. going on. Yeah, I liked I liked um, there. There was a couple places where you know something happens and you go, oh yeah, that's what this is where. Like specifically, she gets stuck in the the sand, the quicksand, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, that's like Predator, where he gets the mud and you can't see him, and that's what's going to happen." And this is totally straightforward, right? And then that's not that's not yeah. what happened. I mean, she yeah. uses it, but that's yeah. not what. Yeah. She she figures something else out that helps her. Yeah get the, an advantage yeah which so. i thought the, I, yeah and and that's another thing is that that's kind of and that to me is why the movie works so well is because it's a it's from her point of view we we follow how she you know beats him you know every mm-hmm. step of the way um and and i like that we're never really ahead of her like we're kind of figuring out as she's kind of figuring it out um and mm-hmm. yeah that 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 was just a lot of fun like i really really enjoyed that yeah and it I mean, it it kind of helps give me some perspective on on like watching movies that came out in the '80s or whatever, because I, you know, there's some tropes and some things that kind of rub me the wrong way, and they were all over this movie, and it's just how it was. Like she was belittled because she's a woman, and. And you're like, well, that isn't just a modern thing. <laughs> that no. that's always been. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And 
And it's interesting that she, I mean, her, I don't, it never says it specifically. They're, they're, it never says they're brother and sister, but you assume they are because they're in the same thing. But he, he respects her and, you know, to, to a point, not fully, but more, far more than anybody else does. Yeah. And everybody else looks up to him. And it's kind of weird that in that point, his opinion doesn't matter you know what i mean like, yeah yeah like we're gonna yeah we're gonna do it her way and it did i was waiting for him to admit that yeah she did stab the mountain lion but yeah well and uh, another thing i liked about it um i also liked the fact that that it, it brought on on other antagonists you know mm-hmm. so yeah so you had the the french um you know like along with you know the the what is it, the cherokee um and so uh or the comanche sorry yeah. um so so yeah uh, you know so you had the the legitimate like uh rivals you know you know uh despite the the predator so like you had that like they they almost like <clears throat> You know, because of course, like back then, they're not going to team up. You know what I mean? There's a right. there's a difference of language. There's you know, there's no like whatever. So they they don't you know they don't care that this predator is is, is you know or whatever this you know they don't even know what it is. But you know that this they don't I don't even know if they are you know are aware or whatever at, at certain times of what is happening. But still, it, like it stops and it's just like it's about them having to battle each other and like all the while like there's this predator. Come on, it just adds that extra tension mm. to it of like <clears throat> Yeah, they don't they assume that they're not even fully human, right? Like they're yeah, you know, borrowing from early parts of the constitution, like they're three fifths of a person, you know, more yeah. or less. <laughs> and that I mean that uh, another thing is I got I got far enough in Predator. To where, you know, they find the 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 skinned the guys hanging from the trees that have been skinned, and yeah. and the first dog tag says Jim Hopper, and there's a a theory going around that Predator and Stranger Things happens in the same universe, and that's the same guy because that movie takes place during 1987. And yeah. right now it's 1986. Yeah. So maybe he's off to do a special thing later yeah. on. I think more likely it's just an homage kind of, you know, yeah. thing. But yeah, but still, it's a cool idea. Another good thing is all all of the um, all of the characters are played by indigenous people too. All of the indigenous characters are played by indigenous people. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I also like, I like that they did it with the indigenous people. Like it's it's because it, and I wish they would have. I kind of wish they'd explore it this more. But I mean, it's a predator movie, so. But like, because the Indians believe in like spirits and, you know, somewhat mystical 
beings and stuff. Yeah, they called they called the predator a monster that's in their yeah yeah belief exactly. system right. exactly. So so that kind of yeah, it just adds that extra level. It makes sense, you know what I mean? Because for them, it's it's not. I'm not gonna say it's not abnormal, but it's not you know. <clears throat> it's not as shocking because like they're, they, they believe in these kind in this, these kind of things. So it was, it's, it, it adds an interesting aspect to the, <clears throat> to the whole thing. And yeah, it's just, <clears throat> yeah, like I said, I give it nine out of 10. I thought it was a really good. <clears throat> yeah. I think, I think the only reason I like the, 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 the way that I rank them um, is the, uh, the, the, uh, because I, I would probably flip predators and the predator around um based on quality of movie um as far as like but as far as my enjoyment um because the predator is basically just a fan service kind of you know 80s yeah kind of, it's shane black who i you know i love uh, you know he's 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 yeah very much like movie in jokes like he did you know last action hero and you know many other movies we've, we've talked about endlessly um but so you know there's just a lot of that fun kind of stuff in there um it's almost not really a predator movie it's almost like a almost i wouldn't say a spoof but it's kind of more in that direction of that than you know being a serious um predator movie but but anyway so that's that's why i like but i just like it more as far as because of that stuff so yeah but what what do you i i enjoyed it um i like um let me let me go to i can't remember the guy uh, boyd holbrook i really like him even more more and more and he I, i feel like like he's um He's bigger than I all. Every time I see him in a movie, he's bigger than I expect him or that I remember. And I even looked it up. He's six two, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know. I wanted I wanted to watch the Predator because of the scene that I kept seeing when um, Olivia Munn wakes up. And goes for the gun, and and they have the bet going, and then she pulls the trigger, and they have, and that was for me that was a really fun scene to watch, and yeah, and that's basically all the movie is. It's a series of fun, yeah, scenes. Really, it's 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 really campy, yeah, but it's not. It's like a modern version of an eighties movie, basically. Not not like in spite of anything, like it the campiness adds to the movie instead of taking away from it yeah and also i mean i like um keegan michael key uh sterling k brown he's one of my favorite and he really gets to play a nasty Nasty, guy yeah yeah um thomas jane yvonne stravisky she plays um holbrook's like a strange wife and that's kind of that's kind of fun for me because she's also um, Alfred's in Handmaid's Tale. She plays one of the wives. And I don't know if you've seen any of Handmaid's Tale. 
I've, I've seen the first season, and it's been, and that was when it. She plays first. the wife of who Alfred's serves. Oh, okay. So, so she's a credibly right. bad person, especially yeah. in that first season. Yeah. So it was it was nice to see her <laughs> in a in a more uh, uplifting type role, you know. Yeah. Um, I also like Jacob Tremblay a lot. Like. He's, yeah. he's a person that he played, I, I haven't seen in a while. Like he was in like a lot of things, and then like because he, he was in Room, mm-hmm. and he was in a movie called Wonder, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, he doesn't have much of a role in in the Predator, like a, a huge role. But stop. But uh, so back back to Prey. So what do you what do you give Prey? What do you rate it on your on the scale of one to? 10? I'll give it nine. I'm. I give it a nine. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it far more than I thought I was going to. Kind of like Bullet Train, yeah. And it and it's kind of open. It's opening me up to where I I have this preconceived idea that I don't like horror movies, and I like I love this movie. Yeah. So there's so th- th- that has me going thinking back and also it's well crafted too it's good writing it's well crafted yeah it's not horror for horror's sake there's so yeah well i think you're coming to the realization that i came to like 10 years ago um because i didn't I, I didn't like horror for the longest time either it was mostly just because they were all crap and mm-hmm. then like i I just 10 years earlier than you started kind of giving them a chance a little bit and kind of, you know, and uh, I was more willing to, I, I mean, I sat through a lot of crap too. Um, you know, <laughs> that you, that you, you, you spared yourself from. Um, so yeah, I probably saw more crap than good. So yeah, so yeah, you're probably better off having waited the 10 years, but yeah. It, uh, yeah. Over like the last 10 years or so though, like horror movies have, you know, gotten some of them, you know, have gotten higher in quality um and more often now are you know because like the invisible man and uh yeah. Ready or not and you yeah. know uh you know some of these other stuff that i yeah. this is and this is the first time or the first time i can remember there might have been another time but this is really the first time that i was watching a streaming movie and wished that i was watching it in a theater like i really would have liked to seen this movie in a theater like it's not like bullet train. It's not like I don't feel you know. It's not like that much of a like oh, damn it. But still, like it would have been pretty damn cool to see this in the theater. Yeah, and I liked that. I mean, it it says that. Um, I don't know if it's Trackenberg. Yeah, he specifically him. He says there's discussions for additional installments um, to do things that have not been done before, which is what they just did. And yeah. I, I, I mean, that's, I think that's why I enjoy Predators because it, all of, for me, all of the movies are different in one way or another. Right. I think. I mean, Predator yeah. Two has got to be different than Predator, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Predators they get brought to the alien moon or 
planet or whatever. Yeah. And in the Predator, you you see the the advancement because they're hunting apex things to upgrade themselves, and you yeah. see the fruition of that with that eleven foot tall. Yeah, thing. yeah. Well, and that and that's another thing I like about the Predator, because um, I. I, I Ever since, and I wish you'd seen Predator 2, because ever since Predator 2, and that's why, why I like it more than the other one, it, it gets a little bit more into the, the lore of the character. And, you know, mm. you, you see, you, and I, won't, I won't say any more than that, but, um, but I would, and I would like to, and that's, that's what was kind of disappointing about Predators is the fact that it was on their planet and, and it still was almost just like Predator, like, the, you know, where it was just like, mm. it was basically just them in the jungle running from Predator. I would like to see a little bit more of, um the predators themselves like learn a little bit more about their um you know civil not civilization but their you know race or their you know whatever mm -hmm. like um you know because it's definitely an interesting i mean there's not necessarily a lot you could do with it but there's definitely more that you could build from than just a, a, a generic boogeyman that pops out and kills people you know yeah and like I think this movie got it, you know, got a, a little bit, um, but it's obviously supposed to be the first, um, so it, it's very limited on how it's going to deal with it anyway. But yeah, and they can go. I don't know. I mean, the this is one of the things that kind of bothers me. In I think maybe that's what was good about predators is you take the idea away that the bad aliens only go to america <laughs> and you you're able to have full, you know people from different backgrounds and and different nationalities together yeah. after prey you can go to mexico or japan or have different stories somewhere else or just move a hundred years that's yeah yeah into yeah, the it future opens, it definitely opens up many possibilities um and yeah and that yeah and that, that yeah i mean i could i could see them doing five or six of these um mm. you know but between different countries and different times yeah i mean there's there's so much if they do it like they do with this and stick with the culture first and then throw the predator in there rather than just having the predator and just some generic Russians or some generic, you know, Chinese people, you know what I mean? Or, or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to see, you know, uh, I don't want to see a uh, predator in the wild, wild west, you know, just, 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 just like that. Like, unless, unless it's the wild, wild west and then the predator shows up, you know what I mean? You I, I don't, just, you just, you just wrote the next move. Yeah, I, I know. I actually, kind of excited about that. I, I, it just came out and I didn't think about it until after I said it. And I'm like, yeah, actually, that sounds pretty damn good. Actually. I, I would actually really like to see that, but, but I just meant just whatever timeline, I don't want them to just be like, just, just a, just a generic thing where it's like, that's the movie. Like it's just predator in the West. Mm -hmm. We've got a movie. Like I want to see them like do it like this, where it's not just like, Oh, it's you know predator versus Indians. Like, no, it's the Indians, and then the predator shows up. Yeah, like, yeah. I was, I was definitely, I was, I was, I was definitely more surprised by this movie uh, than than Bullet Train because I, I knew I would, I, would mm -hmm. I, I had a pretty good feeling I'd enjoy Bullet Train. I mean, I love Brad Pitt. He's he's always at least entertaining and fun, and the movie looked like it had high energy. 
Um, so I, it was better than I expected, but this one, this one, like, say I, I was, I would say like with bullet train, I was expecting probably at least a seven out of 10 kind of movie. And with this one, I was thinking maybe more like five as far as my anticipation level anyway. What, uh, what did you think when I messaged you about it? Cause I, I had just watched it and I said, Hey, maybe we should review this. One. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that actually got me excited about, about watching it. Cause I wasn't, <laughs> I don't even know if I'd have watched it um, yet. If you hadn't, uh, uh, cause like, I mean, I, I would have watched it eventually, but yeah. I just, I didn't have a huge drive to make it, you know, um, I don't know. Priority. <clears throat> But, it's so, yeah, one I'm of them really things I'm kind of I was kind of in between like I don't with um, unofficial trilogies I don't really have any work to do anything else to watch so that kind of I think I saw a commercial I don't know what happened I'm like oh check that out yeah really glad I did yeah, well, yeah, I and mean, I'm I'm glad you messaged me because yeah, I was, I mean I saw yeah I saw it the other day um, come across uh, on my TV you know pray now available or whatever and I was just like oh yeah and then I just went about because I I do have a couple of movies to watch for the uh, for the unofficial trilogies and um, whatnot but uh, another. But yeah, anyway. Uh, another gimmick or not gi gimmick sounds negative it's not a gimmick but you know what i mean yeah um for prey is they it's kind of like what happened in hunt for october and in the 13th warrior where you're listening to the language the real oh, language yeah and then it it fades into English. Yeah. And you kind of have the understanding that they're speaking their language. Right. But we're, but we can understand yeah. what you're saying instead translated of doing it for our translated for our benefit. Yeah. Yeah. And the movie was, and if you go to Hulu, you can watch it in Comanche. It, it gives you that, um, uh, that choice. So it was, it was filmed in, the way we saw it is how it was filmed and then afterwards they dubbed the english parts in comanche and they were released simultaneously which is the first time a movie's ever been released in comanche i think or something like that which is another yeah. really cool thing yeah that is cool and, well, and i also like that when the french were speaking french like it didn't translate <laughs> like it yeah I, well, I had yeah on and it literally the it's subtitles in French. was in French, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh, that's that's cool." Because like we, because because the Indians don't, or the you know the Comanche don't understand what the French is saying. So it adds that level of like we too don't understand what they're saying. Um, <clears throat> I took I took French like twenty five years ago, and I can <laughs> I knew. When they were saying something negative, like if if it ends in pa, that means na pa, which is no, the opposite of whatever they're saying. But 
Yeah, it didn't. It didn't. I haven't kept up with it, so it didn't help me at all. <laughs> I made good grades, but I'm a better writer. I think I don't know. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Add about pray. No, it is. I mean, it's certified fresh. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's. <clears throat> I it's think it does. Ex well, the um, consensus from Rotten Tomatoes is a rare action th thriller that spikes adrenaline without skimping on character development. Prey as a Predator sequel done right. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good point. And it's it's interesting. And now that you bring that up, it's interesting that we're reviewing these two movies because they're. They're both in the action genre, but they're kind of opposites um, mm -hmm. because this one's kind of a slow burn. This one kind of takes its time um, and is better for it. And I think the criticism of the consensus of the other one is that Bullet Train isn't more like Prey, I guess, kind of, is kind of what I get from that. It's like it's just kind of like it's fun with the characters, but the plot kind of unravels. It's not it doesn't have as much weight or, or whatever. Either way, like. I personally think that both movies are equally good in doing what each movie is trying to do. Like there's yeah. two different styles of action movies and, and they show how each one can be done well, um, regardless of, you know, of the approach. I, so I, I read that when I read the consensus of bullet train, I was just like, what a bunch of nerds. Like yeah. what? Just go to the movie and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I I have nothing. I mean, I laughed. It was fun. There's 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 portions of it where you're like, well, that's kind of unbelievable. But of everything I've seen so far, what does it matter? <laughs> you yeah. know, like Brad Pitt flying through the air. <laughs> after the train goes yeah. off the tracks but yeah. and i mean i i usually try to watch a movie with a critic's eye to some degree um you know what i mean as far as like critiquing you know story or you know originality or, or whatever um but e even in trying to kind of look at that look at this movie from that kind of point of view like i i didn't find any faults in it i mean other than other than it's just straight up ridiculous, but I don't think the movie, I mean, it's, it's not like, it's not trying to be a re realistic, you know, it's, it's not like a, 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 a it's not like a, a, a docudrama about riding a bullet train. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, you know, it's set in this like hyper reality kind of, kind of thing. So I, yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I just, I have a hard time visiting some or imagining somebody watching this movie and, just walking out like just you know like i just <laughs> <laughs> well the i i noticed that the first two negative critics are ones from the uk and ones from the irish times so maybe they felt like they were like it was trying to like it was trying to be Guy Ritchie or something, and it's funny that the the um, like Aaron Tyler Johnson is from the UK, 
his twin isn't. He's from North Carolina or whatever. Yeah. So that was, I didn't know that until after the fact, but I don't know. I liked uh, pretty much every part of Bullet Train. Yeah, and I agree. Same and, and Prey. I, yeah, and I, Prey. Yeah. I I was completely involved in both movies for different reasons and enjoyed them just as much. Like I would watch both of them again. Um, and highly recommend both. So, <clears throat> all right. Well, I guess that wraps up this bonus episode of Two Middle-Aged Men and Their Top 10. Uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, feel free to share with us what you thought about it. If you agree, disagree, or have totally just whatever opinions you have, feel free to share. And remember to like uh <clears throat> share and follow us on our social media pages that we mentioned before and uh we will talk at you next time see you later <laughs>